0: Dr. Alejandro,
1: welcome back to the podcast. Rich, good to be back. How are you doing? Hanging in there, sir. How about you? Same, hanging in there and just trying to make the best of it. Uh, A little sad, our beach got shut down uh, to 9.30 uh, a.m., but hopefully it clears up this week and we go back to our normal beach time.
0: I was just about to ask you that, so did they change it to 930 due to the increase in cases recently?
1: Yes, the, well, everything we've been trying to avoid, which is uh, community contact, uh, mm-hmm. has been established by the government. That means that they're not able to track down um, the epidemiological nexus and who got infected where. And that's brought up uh, the next phase, which is uh, community contact in certain areas and uh, specific um, high density population areas in San Jose. So they started to shut that down. It wasn't being controlled. And that's why they started that the uh, segment closings around the country, especially in San Jose where you have orange and yellow areas. We're still in a yellow area, which has a little bit more freedom, but yes, beaches were restricted to 9.30. So hopefully that ends this week. That's trying to give the government and the Ministerio Salud to buy them some time to kind of be able to start tracking back again the virus, where it is, uh, how everybody got... uh, um, infected. Obviously, the amount of cases per day and hospitalizations and intensive care units have been uh, receiving more patients, and they've been struggling a little bit. Uh, last uh, are, the, day- are the
0: beds all full? Are the hospitals full, or is there still space? Are people worried about that?
1: They're almost full, and that's what they're worried about. The uh, COVID hospital is starting to get into uh, a critical point. I wasn't able to see the report from from yesterday, the press conference. I know there's seven deaths. So and 37, death kind of
0: been,
1: yeah, 37 is the total? Yeah, 37 is the total as of yesterday. But the important thing is or the tragic but important thing that needs to make us aware is that the cases have been steadily growing and there's been more deaths in the last two weeks um, that uh, they wanted, anybody wanted, but also uh, just increasing the amount of stress in the, med- in the, in the health system.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Um, I wanna ask you a question. It seems like the surge in cases really took off a couple weeks ago. Um, last time we talked together, we were talking about the Nicaraguan border and opening up flights and all this type of stuff. Uh, right after that, we saw a big surge in cases in particular in Nicoya area. And then it dropped a whole bunch. Can you kind of talk us through all that? Cause we all got really worried when there were two cases in the general area and Nicoya shot up We thought for sure it was coming in and it doesn't seem like that happened in Osares just yet. Can you kind of walk us through what's going on?
1: No, there were two confirmed cases that are not the Barco Quebrado cases. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. cases was uh, he went to Upala, then came back and and had COVID, and then he was taken back to Upala. Uh, there were some um, not nice things around it, like some people threw rocks at his house, and, you know, that's oh my God. super sad. Like, instead of that, I think the community needs to join in and see what they can do to help. But uh, it's 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 weird times. Uh, Nicoya cases, they were having a difficult time tracking down all the cases. And people that were positive were still uh, violating their health restriction. They were going out. They were going to the supermarket. They were going working. And that's what had the health officials concerned. They found a house in downtown Nicoya that had maybe 11 or 15 people living in there. And that's after the whole migration um, issue. The other issue that that, uh, health authorities have found is what it's called cuarterias, or like small houses with a bunch of people living in them. And that's also why... Uh, Health Ministry and Migration and some other authorities were here in OSARA looking for those spaces uh, to kind of, you know, check everybody's migration status and kind of crack down on high-density houses with a lot of people and not many uh, uh, health regulation and hygiene measures.
0: So is that why things have gotten better? Because it seems like Nikoya was... We were really scared you know what two weeks ago three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and it's no, like I, it's
0: gotten better what, But it's just because the crackdown
1: yeah, they've been cracking down and and the the way to Do all of this would be to have an army of people just going out and talking to like you were a contact so who who, uh, who you've been in contact with and test them and But obviously they have a limited amount of people working there and all over the country and in any health system. Also, the uh, massive tests have started in different areas of the country in the last three weeks, and Nicoya was one of them. So mm. they're kind of trying to see where the higher concentration of cases and uh, non asymptomatic patients are, and that's going to give them a good percentage and, you know, a good... Um, uh idea of what's happening and how populations are behaving and the
0: piracy is behaving as well so what's next in your eyes like what's what's for the nosara area in particular like what what's gonna happen next
1: uncertainty uh it depends on
0: we have plenty of that alejandro
1: i know (laughs) i know and you know everybody's trying to plan on different scenarios and different things but I would be really conservative on, uh, on doing that. Try to save up as much as possible and, you know, be economic about your expenses. Um, what's going to happen is difficult to tell. I think this this week is going to be critical for the next two weeks, right? Because we're 14 days behind, more or less. That's the incubation and uh, the transmission um, time frame that they've set for COVID. So Let's say we're two weeks behind. So people that got infected two weeks ago might just be um, recovering by now. So what's gonna happen, I think the government's gonna evaluate the cases and the amount of uh, damage control they were able to do this week. And based on that, take measures. Airports which is uh, one of the main questions that uh, I've been getting and I'm guessing you've been getting as well. Oh, yeah That's actually my next question Airports, you know, they're still set on August 1st. I wouldn't keep my I mean if I had to bet I I wouldn't bet on airports being open by August 1st and if they do uh, I've heard and from different sources uh, around the government, that uh, there could be a restriction on countries where you can fly in from. The U.S. maybe being one of them, and I've also heard that the U.S. is not really happy with you know that scenario on having a restriction to fly anywhere, and they're trying to apply some
0: pressure. This is all. Yeah, I, I heard something uh, similar from someone who said. Uh, This is the exact same thing. So I I, sounds like we're heading that way, huh? But this is all hallway gossip, right? Yeah, (laughs) all of it is. I think that's part of what is causing the stress for so many people is is the uncertainty and not really knowing what's gonna happen. Or when can you leave the country? When can you come in? There's a lot of big decisions that need to be made. uh,
1: It's
0: tough. Uh, There's
1: something that has been pretty, well, uh, mandatory masks started maybe three weeks ago uh, which was always a debate but uh, they're here now it's mandatory to go into certain places and obviously a, a good recommendation to use them um, it's gonna you know bring down the percentage of possibility of getting infected it's not a safe what remains constant is social distancing wash your hands not touching your face that's where that's what remains constant uh, masks you know came in and it's going to change certain uh, scenarios but uh those you know four or five things that you've heard every day for the last three months remain the same that's
0: uh that we have i gotcha you. so your the core message is the same as all the other podcasts we've been doing this is the same core message um is there any changes that you want to know how the people listening to this are in our area is there any any specific message you want to get out there um i I definitely want to message of mass washing hands like is there is there any new angle last time we talked people were misbehaving in some ways and you had some good guidance and messages for people do you have anything new that you want to relate everybody yes
1: uh now the time is like We've we've been at it for, you know, four months, almost Uh, the um, mental strain has obviously increased and it's a little more dense and we're starting to feel and see the effects of this. We try to remain sane. Talk to people. (laughs) Find Sorry I'm laughing when you said that. Reach out. Because it's difficult for, let's say, single people living by themselves. It's also difficult for parents with kids. It's difficult for everybody in all aspects of uh, life. Uh, The uncertainty, obviously, you know, messes up with your head. Not being able to plan, not being able to know, you know, what's going to happen with uh, money-wise, business-wise, family-wise, travel-wise. So reach out if you need to, um, you know, try to find, you know, online or through a support system activities that kind of make you feel a little bit bit better, attract your mind from everything happening, restrict yourself on the amount of news and stuff that you're seeing, the amount of fake news and fake treatments and, you know. What's happening all over, is insanely high. There's a ton of misinformation out there. Mm. Try to find, you know, again, like real sources, uh, official sources, and, you know, try to take it easy. Uh, the beach is open. Go run, go walk, go surfing, and and let's see what happens.
0: All right. Um, you mentioned some of the misinformation that's out there, what's some of the core misinformation items that that you see?
1: Uh, The most recent one, it has to do with masks and people saying that they're, you know, that they cannot breathe, that they're recircling uh, CO2 inside the mask, you know, it's gonna uh, intoxicate them. That is completely not true. Uh, the oxygen and CO2 particles are moving in and out of the mask. Uh, Surgeons have used uh, masks for, you know, last for six to eight hours. Um, Obviously some Asian countries have been in in the mask business for a while, and it is definitely not true. The, The molecules of oxygen and CO2 can go in and out and, You're not rebreathing CO two, and um, it's definitely going to protect. I do understand the uncomfortable factor, the maybe allergy factor, and uh, the the panic or the anxiety that it can create to wear a a mask for long periods of time. But it is what it is. Like if we ride the ambulance, we need to be with full. Uh, protective gear and a mask for three to four hours, four hours and a half and um, it definitely creates, it's really uncomfortable it's hot uh, uh, you know, you, you want to scratch all your face but you know, if I think it's manageable, if you need to wear your mask just to go into the supermarket and out, I don't think it's a big amount of time and I think you're helping uh, the supermarket staff feel safer, because they're gonna be safer, you're gonna be safer, and the rest of the people out there uh, uh, in the supermarket or public space are gonna, feel, are gonna be safe as well. So mask is a big one. Um,
0: I have another question for you. What's the, what's the substance that starts with an H? How do, you pr- how do you pronounce that? The one that they were saying, if you take it early, it helps offset the effects of COVID? Hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. Um,
1: what's the latest on that? No, hydrochloroquine has been ruled out. Uh, the rinsima or Beer, I believe, is, is the name of the antiretroviral done in the states, which probably the states are gonna take most of the manufacturing, and plus the price goes from five hundred to more than three thousand dollars. It's gonna take a while for that to reach down here. There's been a uh, uh, The management of patients uh, intra-hospital has changed a little. They haven't released at least a lot of like Costa Rican information. I know they're using steroidal anti-inflammatory called dexamethasone. There's a a bit of controversy on using anticoagulants as well, but there's been a lot of evidence uh, and a lot of evidence on a lot of kid cases of small blood clots in different parts of the body. I just so, heard that
0: on a podcast before I came in here, is they're finding blood clots, blood, blood clots all throughout the body on the autopsies of the victims.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's, not a re, there's definitely no treatment for it. The people that have been staying home, and I'm sure uh, most people have heard, let's say, a testimony from somebody that had COVID, either through a family member or whatever webpage, Facebook, WhatsApp message. Some of them can be true, some of them not, but there's testimonies of people that, you know, have used only, um, you know, uh, anti-flu medication. That whole ibuprofen or acetaminophen thing, it's also uh, not true. And, well, there's no
0: real evidence of it. All right, so that saga continues to unfold. Uh, as far as the vaccine goes, if you had to estimate, um, do you have- Have any idea when this? When do you think one might be available? Because my understanding is it takes about four years normally for a vaccine to get tested, run through the whole gamut. And I'm sure this one's being fast-paced, but it seems like nothing but time is needed to really make it happen. So, what what should people expect? Um, I've I've read really good things about certain trials. I
1: know there's a new trial started with uh, thirty thousand people. I believe it's in the states. Pfizer have already said a couple of things about it, um, but they need to make sure it's safe. So I think that the same timeline stays between a year and two months to a year to eight months. Hopefully the sooner the better, but they need to make sure it's really safe. And afterwards, you know, end right. up with an extra eyeball or cancer or yeah. whatever. Or, yeah, so, so probably so they, about they half to, the time is what you're thinking. Okay, But, you know, there's a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, The way some European countries, France, basically going back to normal. Spain trying to retake normal life and and how the cases go up and down. I think that's what we need to aim for. Uh, The country, I think it's, it's, you know, everybody's pretty prepared for borders to open up and start seeing tourists. And I know everybody's anxious about it, but the government needs, needs to be careful. And, you know, every, every one of us needs to be careful. They open up the borders and people start to come in and they go into uh, Surfing Nosada and they're interested in, you know, your services and you end up getting covid Well,
0: that's the biggest fear, right, for all of us, um, is just trying to provide for your family or make a living, pay your bills, and then you end up getting sick and hurting everybody along the way. That's always been what's caused so much anxiety for so many of us. I have a question for you about Nicaragua and Costa Rica and the two different ways that the countries have approached it. Is there a chance that since Nicaragua doesn't seem to really do much of anything, that it could get through and if you get herd, herd immunity much, much faster, and it actually might come out of this thing okay? Somebody argued that case to me last week, and I wanted to ask you.
1: Um, it, it makes sense on a common sense um, scenario. The thing is, no one knows really about herd immunity. Uh, they, they are not, as long as, as much as I've read, they haven't been able to determine how much immunity you get after COVID. So, Maybe they're a weirdly, uh, you know, case, a weird case that, yeah, they assume herd immunity faster than anybody else, or it just keeps happening and the population keeps getting It just just continues circling.
0: So right now we don't have any any knowledge as to if the immunity is real or if that's, uh, so that's still up in the air, it sounds like.
1: Exactly. And, That's uh, scary, man.
0: It seems like it seems like we would hopefully know um, by now, but it sounds like we don't.
1: Yeah. And there's a couple of things. Um, make sure that you don't have stagnant water in, around your houses. There's been a few dengue cases. That's super Yeah, tell us all prepared. about
0: that. Last time we talked, dengue was off to a really strong start this year. So, tell yeah. us all in about the, all that.
1: But now, yeah, I mean, there's already some communities that have been uh, or are starting to be get hit by dengue. One of them is Nosara. We've already seen a couple of cases and uh, we know of a couple of cases around the Guiones area and Nosara area. So last thing you want to do is have also an outbreak of dengue. So... Make sure you uh, don't have stagnant water around your house, uh, your neighbor's house as much as possible, uh, and wear bug spray. Last thing Here. you want to do is... After, uh,
0: I'm
1: sorry, I, I had a
0: little time delay, I'm sorry. Sit, finish that thought, I'm sorry, Alejandro. Right.
1: Just to uh, you know, look around your house, look around your neighborhood, your neighbor's house, and make sure you have no stagnant water and that you're using bug spray uh the guiones area all the sections close to uh the ocean uh historically have been hit uh and also the the nosara area the little bit higher densely populated area where there's a lot of people that have stuff in their yards uh, uh plant pots and uh old tires and you know the dog's water that's been stagnant for uh five to seven days then you start breeding mosquitoes and it just gets out because there's been cases of chikungunya and dengue i was no just about to reported. ask so yeah. what's the
0: latest on the chikungunya dengue is, is swine flu back or ebola or black plague, or anything <laughs> else coming to get us like god dang man
1: <laughs> yeah man uh I just try to, try to focus on the positive. Hopefully we'll have beaches open next, next week all day and you know, use your bug spray. Wash your hands. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, avoid, I, I, avoid, I got it. So avoid Keep eating, hold on tight uh, and get, hurry up and
0: wait is, is, yeah. the, is basically the assignment.
1: Yeah, avoid eating raw fish or hey, raw chicken or undercooked uh, uh, pig. Jesus, you know, try to be safe.
0: <laughs> hey, what how's the new remodel at your clinic going?
1: Yeah, it's good. Uh we we have uh we have our our um covid um protocols in place. We have uh all of the protective gear and every week we're learning more, more things and new things and training uh just to uh you know, be prepared for this. Our reception now looks like uh, a weird, uh, what would you say, <laughs> like uh, area. I think, it, I think it's cool,
0: man. I'm, I, we all appreciate you doing that. What, what's your most common uh, complaint, or what are most people coming in for right now? Like, what's the most common visit you're receiving? Uh,
1: it's been pretty pretty all over the place, but I've definitely seen a spike on anxiety, uh, anxiety cases and people getting a little frustrated Um, we haven't seen that much blue which is really good because obviously it can be uh, thank goodness yeah exactly and uh, less accidents less stitches but still people working at the houses um, you know glasses being shattered and that sort of thing we're still doing some stitches so less
0: bends to the head and a less stingray visits.
1: Exactly. Even though there's been a lot of people coming into town, right?
0: Uh, it was crowded surfing the past couple of days, man. It's packed. I got ran over yesterday, actually. Like just trucked. Um, nothing you can do. There's nowhere to go sometimes. I I figured you guys might have a lot of stitches going on with all the San Jose folks here.
1: It's been it's been up and
0: down. It's been up and down, but unfortunately
1: it's been it's been pretty good uh like safe i mean and uh yeah with the crew coming back the san jose and people you know just hearing that nosada has a longer time on V taxes and lower prices obviously reactivates the economy just make sure because there's more people here you're taking the necessary precautions
0: our bubble has gotten a little bigger that makes sense well you've been preaching to us about the nexus for a long time and it sounds like uh it's evolved to a new state and now uh well like you said there's nothing we can really do except for maintain the protocols and ride this thing out exactly your thoughts on schools for this year do you think that kids are going to get sent back to school or no or what's your opinion on that
1: uh, that's a difficult one. Um, kids going back to school. Um, there's been an increase in pediatric cases, right? I, I believe uh, the last number I heard from this week that it's, uh, uh, there's uh, about a hundred um, active uh, pediatric cases. Okay. Uh, and there were two cases in the intensive care unit, which obviously freaks out people and you know, it creates uh, a little of uh, higher level of awareness and and alert. So schools, well, schools are gonna remain closed until uh, September, I believe. Um, September or August?
0: I thought it was early September. Yeah, I could be wrong
1: though. Yeah, the public system, the private system has been finding ways and uh, having their protocols ready for. You know, if, in, if they if they're able to open, um, every every sector has to comply with the uh, ministerial salute protocols and and, uh, and restrictions and uh, how what they're looking for is that people are going to follow all the hygiene measures, they're gonna wear their masks, their social distancing as much as possible. So, I think there's some time still for them to uh, kind of um set this up properly and also see the evolution as a country
0: on where it's going i got you um do you expect uh, can us to continue the ups and downs of this thing because like when we started talking new york was just about to get bad and then it did get really bad and now it's not so bad um now florida's bad texas is bad and just around the states European countries seem like they've held it together for the most part. Italy, when we first started talking, was horrible. Um, France, I think, was doing pretty bad, too. But so it it seems like some places have really turned it around. Do you attribute that to masks and just implementing your basic core message of uh,
1: being sanitary? And also epidemiological models predict something like this. Just ups and downs and ups and downs of of how it's going to go. Population so Nicoya was way.
0: kind of the same thing because it was nothing. Then it took off and went crazy, and now yeah. it's back down again. And so that's just going to continue to do that for a while. Yeah, and what's remained constant
1: is highly densely, uh, highly uh, densely populated areas like San mm-hmm. Jose and yeah. uh, and those are the places where it could have uh, the highest amount of cases, the most amount of cases, and also that you know would be like the biggest biggest spreaders all around. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I think we it, had some it,
0: construction crews who were going back to really crowded areas and then coming back here, and we were really concerned about that. Is that still in play, or do you think that your message has gotten out to the builders and people are listening? I hope it is. You know,
1: I hope they've uh, started to restrict in whatever way they can uh or at least make sure that they're taking the proper measures because that can really affect the community
0: yeah it could it also could really hurt if the construction jobs shut down that would be horrible for, for so many reasons between crime and all kinds of stuff so i i'm not rooting for that anything bad to happen to those jobs i'm glad that those, those folks are able to work but i'm i and you and everyone else are obviously very concerned when you're in the community and you have a lot of people around in a dense area it seems like it can spread really fast
1: yeah let's see i think I, i'm still on uh the way they've been doing things uh government i think you know that we've had uh, good leadership hopefully in that way there's things that could have been done different they, they probably will try to uh do different uh, People and I recommend you know, just be measured, take care of yourselves. Uh, it's going to be difficult to plan ahead. I'm uh, mentally healthy, and uh,
0: we need to write it all. You, know, you need to write this all together. You're right. Uh, it, it sucks, man. I'm really tired of this COVID thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Me too, Rich. Me too.
0: <laughs> so, Alejandro, do you think it's a good idea for people to run out and get their blood tested? Is that a good idea right now, or will that just create more anxiety?
1: It's always a good idea to have, know your blood type. I don't think it's a, a necessary thing you need to do now. Anyways, if anything were to happen, uh, that's a really basic test that they do in any trauma or emergency room on the other hand a lot of people there was a shortage at the the blood bank in san jose and a lot of people were you know um asking me and and we wanted to bring the blood bank here to do a blood drive it's really hard they're super busy and they cannot take the time to come into a new scenario and just start to draw blood the the process of drawing blood and saving blood for the blood bank is not as easy as just you know put it in bags and take it back to the hospital uh and um amount of stuff okay so i don't think that's going to happen it was also really difficult to finally uh get a hold of him and a few years ago with Jamie McAlpine, we tried to do a, a blood drive and they just had so many restrictions and the distance from Nosara to Koya right. Hospital or, or the
0: real blood bank in San Jose, uh, they
1: were not so thrilled about I it. I got you.
0: Well, it, good thought though, and, and shout out to everyone who volunteered and, and got behind the initiative. But once again, Nosara's logistics just don't add up. Yeah. Um,
1: and if you, if you go to San Jose, if you if you go to San Jose and really want to donate, uh, you can do that. The thing with foreigners living here in Costa Rica is that they have different blood types than uh, you know that we have here, which is we're a, we're a predominantly O uh, blood type, but it's been you know registered that. Uh, Uh, North Americans and and different European populations are more A's and B's or A-B's. Just if people want to go down to San Jose and really donate, uh, reach out and we'll help you find a way. Okay, cool. Um,
0: What about vitamin D and zinc? Uh, Do you recommend people start taking those supplements or vitamins or get their hands on them somehow?
1: I recommend people have a healthy diet. If you feel better taking uh, vitamin supplements, it's it's you know it's always good, uh, but it's not something that it's required or necessary if you have a healthy diet and a health
0: and a healthy I get diet. I guess So running out, getting a blood test, finding out what you're deficient on, and all that type of stuff, probably not a good idea for everyone to go do. Is what you're saying. Exactly. Not necessary uh, COVID-related. Okay, that's cool. Um, I think we talked about most most everything. We covered Dengue, all the crazy stuff out there, all the certainty, all the uncertainty. You're telling us to stay mentally sane, even though it's tough. Oh, let me ask you this: Hey, what are you, what are you doing for fun? How are you staying sane, Doctor? I've been trying to go as
1: much water as possible okay. you know, I have a near infection that it's been uh, messing up my uh, surf time uh, <laughs> and I've actually been working on, on a couple of uh, uh, medical projects so that that's getting easy and sane and uh, the kids are just uh, fun to
0: be around with and uh, uh, just trying to take it easy I got you. I got you. Well, we have the beach at least till nine thirty, and perhaps that'll open back up. Is what you're what you're saying?
1: Exactly. Hopefully, by the end of this week, it's back up. Okay.
0: All right. As always, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, how about we do another one of these in Spanish tomorrow or the next day? That That's a go. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, will send in uh, Bati
1: and Bati. Uh, Hector, our paramedic, has been doing a lot of research on COVID. and up to date. Okay, that'll save us a lot
0: of work on the subtitles of this. Uh, So we'll just launch a Spanish one for anyone out there. Um, Yeah, thank you for everything. For everything, Uh, it helps. It helps to hear your voice. It it helps a lot of people. I always get messages and phone calls. And then about a week or two ago, the messages and phone calls came back. Started coming again. Hey, can you get Doctor Alejandro back on? And you're you're doing a great job lead, being a leader for the community. and
1: I want to thank you for that. Uh, if people need to reach out, use our social media or contact any of the staff at the at the clinic, which you know everybody knows most of them uh, Don't hesitate to to just reach out. Uh, we're doing a lot of telemedicine with uh, psychologists. That's also a mindfulness specialist, and a lot of our specialists. Um, are willing to do telemedicine and and help out. There's a a bunch coming in as well, so people don't have to leave Nosada. But don't hesitate to reach out and just, um, you know, we
0: have no judgment on the questions you do. Thanks, man. That's very cool. Uh, Last question. Can people go get tested yet in Costa Rica easily? Yes. Yes, they can. San Jose
1: wakas Liberia, they're trying to recommend that people get tested because I know more people want to get tested for immunoglobulins because everybody had COVID in November or December la- right. last year because they had the worst, war- the, mo- the horrible flu, etc., etc. The immunoglobulins is still tricky. The COVID test. They can definitely do in two or three different spots, but they're still recommending that you get tested on if you need to. If you were in direct contact, not just a random thing that you want to go for. Plus, the test is horrible. They need to stick a huge tube inside your nose that reaches to the back part and draw blood and take it out. And it's not nice. It's it's not a nice day. Uh, a nice mm. test. It's not as easy going and getting a swab
0: on the side or getting blood work, it's, it's a difficult test. I got you. Uh, I heard there's some new ones out there now, but of course, it's going to take a little while to get down here. Exactly. I understand. That makes sense. Uh, as always, doctor, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And uh, hopefully, we're not talking too soon about this. Hopefully. Take care, guys. We will be. The
1: platform. <laughs> Thanks for the time at the end, Rich. Good to see you, you guys. You got it, buddy. See ya. Take care.